Welcome back to We Need to Talk. Today, we talk about humor. What is humor? What makes it good? And what makes it bad? Of course, our guest is Jer from Thimpsums. He's awesome. Definitely check that show out. Audio quality will improve in the next couple episodes. We had to use a backup for the audio for this because the file got corrupted. But hey, you guys definitely enjoy because we need to talk. And so I think we've kind of uh, discussed dark humor in a lot of different ways. I think we could probably get a little bit deeper because I, I guess part of the thing is goes to like, what is humor per se? Okay. And that that's like a whole can of worms. Uh, I'm not sure what humor is. I think, I think I understand some of the biology of it where it's kind of tension release, but like kind of like Meter was saying, I think Meter and I have shared this opinion. A lot of times humor is not so much like funny. It's more just like entertaining. And it's kind of got like that, uh, I don't know, the observing look where it's just kind of like, hmm, what's going to happen here? Hmm. So how would you kind of define humor in a more general sort of way, Jer? Um, humor, I would say, is something that elicits a joyful response. I think that might be my, like a, I think tension release is definitely part of it. Um, but I think a response that is uh, akin to at least a smile, maybe akin to laughter uh, would be like the range of a reaction that I would say is uh, what humor is and what it should aim for. Uh, whether that's coming out of, whether that's uh, kind of coming out of a relief or of shock or something like that, or if it's relatability, like it could be anything, but I think humor on a very broad level is trying to elicit uh, at least a smile, if not a laugh. I would maybe, I, I think the one counter argument to that is, okay. have you, you've seen The Office Chair, I assume? Yes, yeah. So Meter and I have kind of held this position. I think Meter probably still holds it. The Office has some funny moments for certain, but I don't think The Office is ever really funny. Mm-hmm. I think it's comedic. Uh, I don't think I'm smiling when I'm watching the show, but I'm highly entertained. And there is sort of that, that comedy to it. So it's like a lot, of, a lot of humor, but maybe not like laughs or smiles. Is that, would you take that as a, a retort or no? Not really, because I think that's funny. The, the Office specifically is funny because I think it's taking the emotion of discomfort and uh-huh. just pushing it so far in the direction that the only way to cope with the emotion is to release via laughter. Uh, I mm. think that's the uh, the aim of the show, and I think it does very successfully for the most part. But um, yeah, so I still think it's a, a humorous show. I think it's just it's going at it from a different direction, kind of like the opposite direction of say uh, someone doing like a setup and a punchline. But they're still kind of getting around there, just like kind of through a back door. Hmm, it's actually a good way of describing it because it is kind of humor through. Uh... I guess, like discomfort and kind of tension. Yeah. And uh, I, I think I like that kind of humor myself a little bit more because it's more relatable because that's how I feel when I'm like watching things out in the world a lot of times. Right. It's just kind of just just kind of like, uh, I don't know, like if I ever like see someone getting chewed out by their boss, like I want to hear that. And just some <laughs> of the things that are said, I just find hilarious. Yeah. I, like not laugh out loud hilarious, but sometimes sometimes they are. Yeah. But it's, it's just kind of like very entertaining. I guess that's, I guess there's discomfort there too, because it's kind of like a low level discomfort, and that's a way of coping with that discomfort. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely think that's at least the aim. Um, it's not like the conventional form of humor, but I would say it's it's a form, definitely. 
how would you define sort of humor meter? Do you kind of agree with those definitions or do you kind of differ? I'm trying to decide if there, and I think I'm leaning towards yes, if there has to be a punchline for something to be humorous. Like does there, there has to be that, that punchline, right? You can't have a forever build up and you can't have a non-build in order for something to be funny. I feel like that's, is that the release valve of that tension? being the punchline i think yeah i would say so like say um family guy has like a lot of gags that are funny because they're kind of going on forever there isn't like a punchline there isn't like a set like ending and like a ta-da at the end mm -hmm. sort of but it's like the when peter griffin's fighting a chicken and it's just like a thing that lasts uh five or seven minutes out of a 20 minute episode like, that's funny because you're at some point at uh, disbelief of like, wow, this is still going on. Like, uh, when, like, when is this going to end? Like, how is it going to end? But like, it's not funny also in a traditional punchline sense, but it's still, I would say, humorous. Is that making the entire joke the punchline? Like taking it and stretching it to a point like when he's sitting there, like holding his knee, right? The whole time you're waiting for the punchline yeah. you're that it's building 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 until you get to a point where you're like okay there's i there's no punchline coming yeah. and you're you backtrack to say this is the punchline like right oh the funny this is the funny part i'm in the punchline right now experiencing yeah. it live i think that's a good way of putting it yeah because i think i think self park did that too in one of their games they had a they had a punchline that was pretty much that but Maybe, maybe it is an anti-punchline, like an anti-joke, like, yeah. Um, I don't have used to tell those all the time. Like, what's worse than breaking your leg? Dying. It's like, <laughs> the, the punchline there is that it's not, like, it's literal. It's super literal. Uh -huh. um, yeah. I, it's both satire kind of plays in this, into this too. South Park's a great example. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, there was that one South Park skit where essentially like a uh, train's coming it's like kind of talking about how people are dying from being hit with a train and it's like a train's c coming for them and then the person's like oh no uh and they just like spend all the time screaming when they <laughs> like run off the tracks but they don't yeah. and, and the satire thing is that's how it plays out in movies and i suppose what that's doing is playing with expectation and then actuality because you know what they're saying is like in these movies like they always have enough time, but they never actually get out of the way. They could have just done it. And here it's kind of, uh, you know, like how that would actually look like and how silly, you know, these movies actually portray it. I, I think a good example of that maybe is from the movie we watched, uh, Zombie something, Army Night of the Dead. Dead. Army of the Dead, there we go. Because there are some parts in that movie, not really spoilers, but there's parts in the movie where they're just kind of like sitting around, like no like something bad is going to happen really soon. And they're just kind of sitting around not doing much. And I could see like a South Park skit at that where, you know, they're like, oh, we got five minutes. What should we do? Let's throw money in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I, I think definitely expectation release is, is, or expectation versus actuality is sort mm -hmm. of thing there. And that's kind of what the anti-joke does in a way. Because the expectation with an anti-joke or what a normal joke is, you're going to say something and then it's not actually going to be worse. It's going to be like a little play on something. It's going to be like a, a pun or something to that effect. With an anti-joke, it kind of takes the, that and this takes it literally, kind of like Mita was saying. And so the expectation is kind of not met by 
just going literal, which is not typical of jokes. Yeah. Subversion of the subversion of expectation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, that is a meta joke right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we, yeah, we can put it that way. Yeah. An inception of anti-punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> joke, joke exception. <laughs> put it in theaters, boys. So I think we've talked a good bit about dark comedy and kind of comedy in general. Are there any closing thoughts that either you have? Is there a worse feeling than telling a joke and it just not fucking landing at all? <laughs> that I, is brutal. Yes, that is a tough one. Yeah, it it sucks. I think it's worse when they don't get the joke because they're not smart enough to get the joke. If that makes sense, like mm, yeah. Like, you I don't seen know. That Mitch Hedberg special, one of his last ones. Ah, uh, yes. The, uh, the yes. Comedy Central taping where he like just eats it for like half an hour and then it's like he just starts talking through old bits and yeah. it's like, oh, this is going, okay, well, this is going well. And they like, if you ever watch the actual like broadcast, it's like edited to like a crazy degree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he, and it's very clear they're like, all right, wrap it up. And he's just like, ignoring like acknowledging <laughs> but ignoring them oh it's so un i was laughing through the first half because it was so un it got progressively more and more uncomfortable yeah. watching him continuously bomb on what are actually solid jokes perfect in his style yeah and they just like legitimately were not understanding what it, his jokes progressively yeah. more and more frustrated yeah. so uncomfortable i'm laughing and then amazing relief when he starts landing his jokes and you can see him getting into it and like loving what he's doing again but still having that little bit of bitterness in there where he's like all right the only thing you're gonna laugh at is my old jokes is this <laughs> did you guys even know who you were coming to see like yeah <laughs> yeah that's probably the ultimate example because yeah. like it, some of some of these jokes i don't get really mm -hmm. like it takes me a second to think about it because you have to you know, process it and his style of like uh on, on stage, it's just joke after joke after joke. There's not much time to think. And maybe that's part of the problem. But I also think that, you know, like you tell those kind of jokes to like a, a standard audience, it's not going to work so well. Yeah. And I can think of some YouTube channels that I like that as well. Like, you know, they're, they're kind of funny for the demographic. But if they're not understood by outside that demographic, like, uh, good luck. Like, they're not going to find it funny at all. It's going to be like, what? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's actually a special thing about that, like plays with that a little bit. Uh, I probably respect it more than I love it, but uh, Kristen Schaal, who uh, is probably best known at this point as the voice of um, one of the kids yes. on Bob's Burgers, yeah, and some other uh, voice acting stuff. She, she did a special on Comedy Central a few years ago where the first like 20 minutes is normal. It, she's just doing a great job. And then at some point, she like makes a joke about airplanes where she says our plane, like she screws up how the pronunciation and kind of dwells on. And then like the rest of the 40 minutes is just silence. Like it's intentional. Like it's like a it's an act, but it's like playing off of like what if a comedian like bombed for like 40 minutes straight. And that's like her special. It's very meta, very anti comedy, but uh, it's very brilliantly done. It's just not always the most pleasant thing to watch either. Like the audience was in on it or. They either like toned down the mics for the audience or like filmed it on a soundstage or something. I don't know. I, I'd have to rewatch it to really guess, but it's like a really fun, like, what if, uh, 
what if a comedian bombed at her big like her big coming out party basically even conceptually like that's funny but yeah. i think a lot of like a like a good joke comes down to execution yeah in that exact way like if you if you screw up a word in the middle and it makes you stumble like if you can push through it you might be able to get the punchline still but it could could blow up the entire joke just having one little yeah pas. there's been a couple of uh comedians that have done things like that before uh maybe not quite similar but there's the one comedian uh he would eat a sandwich on stage and just 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 sat there just ate the whole sandwich and it's kind of <laughs> like a like a you know, fuck you to the audience yeah uh, but people would come to watch it and they just found it hilarious <laughs> mostly because they're watching the crowd's reaction and mm -hmm. it just got very weird and uncomfortable yeah I think another instance, I think sometimes like the way you describe that lady's uh, uh, comedy special, yeah. I would not watch that, but it sounds funny on the face of it. Yeah. And there yeah. was a, there's an artist that did something similar where they released a uh, an album that was just like static noise, essentially. <laughs> and uh, they got a review from Andy Warhol, I believe. And the review was like, uh, this is the best thing I've never heard. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like Andy Warhol. Yeah. And so I, I, there's definitely some meta humor right there. Or for another instance, there's a bunch of YouTube videos. So uh, Vsauce, who's a big YouTuber, definitely check him out. But he did this uh, thing where he listed the numbers of Prime for like eight hours or something. I'm probably overestimating, but he just kind of listed Prime numbers for like eight hours. Uh, mm -hmm. There's other ones where it's like they like will like hit like a box or whatever for like an, you know an hour. To do something stupid. Uh, one was this lady. She's like a. She's I don't know. She does hentai reviews. It's kind of weird, but it's very humorous. What you would know about this? <laughs> uh, snap. She's she's hilarious, but uh, she said ara ara, which is kind of like I don't know what it's Japanese. I think it's like Japanese for like come on, but it's also like a sexual sort of meaning to it. But she yeah. says it for like an hour, and <laughs> it's just in different ways. And it, it people watched it apparently. Nice. <laughs> So I guess those are just kind of meta jokes. Like I wouldn't watch that myself, but it I, I do like skim through it. I'm like, did they really do this? They do yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes the idea is funnier than the execution for sure. That's the the idea of someone doing something versus sitting there and actually watching uh, somebody <laughs> eat a sandwich for twenty minutes. Depends how funny is the sandwich. <laughs> it's got the banana peel from the intro. So. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> There's actually something I kind of found funny for a little bit, which was uh, actually there's two things. Uh, one thing was uh, in a Pink Floyd song, uh, Dogs, there's this part of the song where it just kind of goes in this like, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, just super repetitive sort of uh, section. And I think it's amazing, right? But if you're not tuned to it, like most people's reaction is like, what the fuck is going on? What, what is this? And it just keeps going and going. And they're like, what are they doing? So I would, actually get people to listen to the song just to like watch that one part and just i just want to get their like reaction and confusion sometimes it would be like oh this is amazing what is going on here but more often like how long does this happen for what's, what's going on uh, i think the other one is that uh me meter watched a show called super jail and okay. super jail it's like a, i think it's a 15 minute show and it's very shocking if that put if that makes sense like there's a lot of super messed up thing that happens, like a cartoon, but there's super, super violent scenes. And it's kind of like a Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry, like taken to like a 22. Mm -hmm. 
And we would show people the show just to like see them react to it. And it would be very entertaining, sometimes comedic, but I think more entertaining would be like an entertaining sort of humor sort of way. So uh, I guess in that kind of instance, I would be like the audience looking, like coming there just to watch people's reactions to the person eating the sandwich in a sort of way. Ah, uh, yeah. Like getting humor out of their discomfort with that thing. I think yeah, Nathan that. for you falls in that similar oh. category. <laughs> Nathan for you, it's a great show. I it, love that show, yeah. It, it is, but a lot of the humor in it is just how uncomfortable it is. Yeah, and, definitely. And how he handles the discomfort in being <laughs> awkward in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 the only time I've not felt uncomfortable in that show was like when that guy was talking about drinking the pee. I mean, that, that's the only time I didn't feel com- comfortable. It's like, oh, yeah, I drink my uh, grandson's pee. I'm like, okay, now we're in normal territory. Thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're watching anti-reviews. Uh, <laughs> your other free time. <laughs> Definitely. I think I remember that episode, too. That's great. <laughs> that that show for me is like i can't i can't watch it without like meter there because it's just so cringe mm-hmm. so just like uh, uh, uh. does that make me a safety blanket uh i, I think so well, i i think i would just like oh so so me and meter are watching breaking bad i got super oh. depressed during that show so i couldn't watch it so i need to, like a holding hand <laughs> uh, nathan for you is that except in the cringe dimension Mm-hmm. I, I need someone's hand to hold during that. Otherwise, I'm just gonna like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be kept up night at night for like hours just thinking about that was so awkward. You, you need someone to share the emotional burden <laughs> in order to get through it. Yeah, I get it. You know, I definitely I had a friend who uh, I watched the pilot of Breaking Bad with her, and she was like, "No, I just feel bad that he has cancer." <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a part of it. Yeah, I suppose you. Uh, if you keep going with it, you'll you'll stop feeling bad right quick. <laughs> oh yeah, he does have cancer, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so Nathan, you think that Nathan for you is the Breaking Bad of cringe? Yes. Okay. Uh, but that's only having seen up to season put, two. Put it on the tin, boys. <laughs> So, are there any other things we can uh, go here? So, I think that pretty much caps out the discussion. I think we just can discuss a little bit more, but I think we kind of got the the rough idea of dark humor. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe some more little things to discuss with that, uh, but I think we got some good discussion there, especially with the general humor sort of thing. Uh, Meter, you have anything to wrap up? Uh, what did this have to do with bananas in the dark? Is that dark humor? I, I think it would be. Uh, but I think we need to shine a little bit of light on this topic. And I think we can do that by directing people to FilmSim. So where is FilmSim found? Uh, we're on Twitch. Uh, our, our address is twitch.tv slash FilmSims. Uh, let me double check that. Justin changed it a little while ago. Um, from... he, changed, he changed it the same day that I got in the shirt with the old... <laughs> nice, <laughs> which is a, a, so bit, funny. a bit of humor in that, huh? Yeah. So that, now it's vintage. That prankster, uh, film sims, or it's either film sims or the film sims. I'll find out in just a second. 
perfect. Uh, and we'll put it. We'll put it in the description as well. Make it very easy. One click, and you're listening yeah. to Jaren Justin. Yeah, it's Film Sims, not the Film Sims. Definitely perfect. Yeah. And on the show, you guys talk about films, review them. Uh, you discuss trailers, mm-hmm. and I kind of also think, but you always do like a film review at the end, I believe. Yes. And yeah. definitely very entertaining. Thank you. Yeah, we'd love to have you on it. It was a good time. Um, yeah, we 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 live react to trailers. We talk about the entertainment news of the week, and we review one uh, movie per week because uh, we were doing two. And then one of the SpongeBob movies broke Justin, so <laughs> it's down to one now. <laughs> I I do got to say too, the production value of the show is like through the roof. You guys do oh, an amazing you. job. That, that is ninety percent Justin for sure. I'm 10% might even be taking too much credit for myself. I mostly show up. (laughs) I show up. I I sometimes book the guests and uh, basically, yeah, he was the one who figured out he spent a couple weeks uh, comparing films, uh, Restream versus StreamYard, which you guys are using. And I mean, he came out, he preferred Restream, but he was like, oh, they're basically the same thing. So yeah, we've used Restream in the past as well. Um, But at the moment, switched back over to StreamYard. But no, Jared, it's always such a pleasure talking with you. Same, yeah, I love, I love being on here. Uh, so, Nate, you know what would really, you know, I agree. It is that is dark humor, but I don't think you understand why. That banana, that banana peel, that was my, that was my dad. I fell and hurt myself, Nate, in the dark. Okay, I got so many questions. Number one, was he tasty? Number two, was he just the banana peel or was he the banana on the inside too <laughs> like like if he was the banana peel how's that work like who, who's the banana in this like scenario nathan we need to talk <laughs> did you just call my dad tasty it's a great question i love a tasty daddy <laughs> i'm gonna take that th- clip out of context <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's a context where it doesn't work so yeah <laughs> 